0: First, I need to acknowledge again, that depending on where you're at in your healing journey will dictate your emotional maturity. This by no means means that you're incapable of learning more about your emotional scale, nor does it mean that you're ignorant in any way. It just simply means that you have more learning to do in regards to this topic and learning you know how to do. You just need to want to learn and be vulnerable with yourself during the process. Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast, coming directly from my car. So if you hear some cars going by, that's because today's studio, my private studio, is my vehicle. Nonetheless, this is the place where you come to learn the good shit and let go of the bad shit. Second, think about your two-year-old child, or when they were two, remember their tantrums? Remember how upset they were when they couldn't articulate their fears or feelings or needs? Well, around two years old, or probably before, you know, during that time, children begin to express, to learn to express themselves. And how they express themselves is outward. You can visualize, you can see their frustrations, you can hear how upset and happy they are. They will show you their feelings. If we, as their mother, don't give them the words, the emotional vocabulary that's necessary to express feelings and identify their feelings growing up, we're doing them a disservice. But the thing is, if we don't have the emotional vocabulary than, you know, ourselves, that this is when we need to do the work. And this is why this podcast exists. This podcast exists is for me to give you the words that are necessary so that you can give them to your children. And then you as well can begin to break the cycles and the patterns of generational trauma. So when a child is expressing themselves, they will express themselves outward. So I wish I had learned this before, obviously having my daughters, but I know it now. And now you are learning it now so we can move forward better equipped. And if you're listening to this pod class, this probably happened to you too. So one thing also that I want to mention is that when you are an adult, when you are a child and you didn't learn the emotional vocabulary, the way that you will probably express yourself would probably be inward. You may express yourself outward, meaning your tantrums will look very differently, like you're fucking crazy because you're screaming from the top of your lungs because no one is listening to you. No one hears you, or at least you feel like you're not being heard. You feel like you're not being seen and such. But in reality, you may not be having the correct feeling words to express yourself. And this by no means, again, I am not judging you in any way, right? I had to go and get my own vocabulary so that I can learn how to express myself. Unfortunately, there's millions of adults, 30s, 40s, 20, 50, 60, 70, 100-year-old people that still don't have the emotional vocabulary. And there it, there is a list of what feelings are, what emotions are, and also lists of words that don't count as um feeling words their emotions there might be a state of being they might be a judgment but those words aren't going to help you to express yourself eloquently in a way to be seen and heard and understood and also another thing too is that if you have an emotional vocabulary and your child does not you're not going to have a a conversation that it's going to be you're both are going to be understanding each other. And this child may be 20, 30, 40. Okay. Or, you know, your child may be a teenager, right? So there's still, there's still some need of teaching. So once you learn emotional vocabulary, it is your duty to teach your children. And once they become an adult, it is their duty to go get their own emotional vocabulary. If, They don't have one. Okay. So they can't always blame, you know, their parents for not having everything that they need. You know, at some point, we can only break certain patterns. We can't break them all. We're human, right? And so unfortunately, the patterns that we don't break, they're going to have to break if they choose to want to. So let's move on now to how can you identify and express your feelings? now that you're an adult so in order to feel a feeling and express it you must be willing to be vulnerable you must be willing to fight to be seen another thing you need is a list like i mentioned a list of feelings and if you have the book there are two lists on you know in the book There's one list on page 44, and then there's another list on page 45. But let me give you um, a couple of examples here. One example is this. I'm going to read a sentence that is as if there was a feeling. So I feel that you should know better. Okay, sometimes we may tell our kids, you know, you should know better. Okay, so that's not that's not actually teaching them how to express their feelings. That's actually a judgment. So this example is a thought. There aren't any feeling words or word in this example. It's a judgment. So remember last week when we talked about observing and not diagnosing? Okay, so let's, let's go to the second example. I'm feeling sad. This is a feeling okay, sad, sadness, versus I'm depressed, okay, so I am depressed. This implies an identity. It is not a feeling. So if you say, oh, I'm depressed, that's a state of identity. It is not a state of feeling. State meaning uh, where you feel that you're in, a feeling that you're in. Okay, so if you have the book go to page 44. If you don't have the book, I'm gonna read some, some uh, words that are, the words that I'm about to read to you right now are, are words that are likely, that you're likely to feel when your needs are being met. So if your needs are being met and if you want to meet the needs of your children, they will feel as such they're gonna feel adventurous, affectionate, free, fascinated, they're gonna feel fulfilled, happy, sensitive, secure, calm. They're gonna feel curious, they're gonna feel enchanted, they're gonna feel invigorated and very thankful. So those are the you know certain feelings that if you were to uh, meet your child's needs, they're gonna feel all of these things, as well as, You know, I also do couples. And so if your needs are being met in your couple relationship, these are the things, the kind of feelings that you're going to feel. On the contrary, if your uh, needs aren't being met and your children's needs are not being met, they're going to feel afraid. They're gonna feel embarrassed, ashamed. They're gonna feel uh, displeased. They're gonna feel overwhelmed, numb. They're gonna feel lazy, depressed, um, sadness. They're gonna feel confused. They're gonna feel like shaky and you know they're gonna tremble because of their they're so afraid. Okay, but if you want to break generational patterns, focus on the on the previous list that that i just gave you the ones that the needs are being met so let's take a look at expressing feelings okay so let's go to page 47 if you have the book if not i'm going i'm going to read it to you and you're not going to really be missing um anything i encourage you though to get the book if you really are interested in this so There's gonna be 10 examples. One example is, I feel you don't love me. So the feeling here is pain, it's angst, okay? This is not a feeling, okay? It's a judgment. I feel you don't love me, that's a judgment. Number two is, I'm sad that you're leaving that's a feeling i'm sad the word is there three i feel scared when you say that scared that's a feeling four when you don't greet me i feel neglected that's a judgment that's a thought okay that's a diagnosing thing so but the feeling there would be i feel lonely okay when you don't greet me i feel lonely when you don't greet me, I feel left out. That's, that would be a better way of communicating. Number five, I'm happy that you can come. That's fantastic, right? So I'm happy that you can come. It's clear. Number six, you're disgusting. That is not a feeling. There aren't, disgusting is not a feeling. That's a judgment. That's a diagnosis. I feel disgusted still okay I feel nauseous if you're actually physically sick ill okay so number seven I feel like hitting you that is not a feeling a feeling would be I'm furious I'm angry with what you know because you did blah 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 or your behavior makes me feel furious okay number eight I feel misunderstood misunderstood is not a feeling it's a judgment of confusion i feel frustrated frustrated is a feeling okay so i feel good about what you did for me that's example number nine good would be we would need more of a detailed feeling like i feel relieved about what you did for me i feel encouraged what you did for me so let's take the laundry right like we had it last week I talked about it last week so I feel relieved when you do laundry okay so let's say number ten example number ten I'm worthless worthless is not a feeling you can say feeling you know like saying I'm worthless that's an identity so saying I am discouraged would be you know would be better okay so Next week, okay, we're going to talk about responsibility, taking responsibility for our feelings, what we did, what we didn't do, and what we can do now, which we're already doing, okay? We're taking action into breaking generational patterns, okay? So thank you for tuning in today. Please rate this uh, this podcast. Review it if you receive some value. And if not, you're more than welcome to follow me on Instagram. It's um, My handle is Maria Rivera Heath. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the messages that I've been receiving. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Bye-bye.